Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is on what is an accountable plan and why is it important to my business? Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today's topic is what is an accountable plan and why is it important to my business? Now, you may or may not have ever heard of this thing called an accountable plan, but it is something that we talk about quite often here at Jetro. So regardless of kind of where you're at, whether you've heard of it, whether you use it, whether you are just interested in it, we're hoping that in this episode, we're going to kind of bring you up to speed about the accountable plan and why you might want to think about using one within your business. So I always kind of started with, do you reimburse yourself for business expenses that you put on personal accounts or maybe business expenses that are both business and personal mix? So in most cases, we know that you use your business account for business-related expenses, but there's always going to be moments when you use cash or you use your personal accounts to pay for something that you want the business to reimburse you for. So if you have employees, this also would imply to them as well, and it's important to make sure that you have specific records and have this set up correctly so that you can ensure that these reimbursements can be tax-free. So to get started, let's just think about what is an accountable plan. Basically, it's a fancy way of saying reimbursement policy. An accountable plan is for S-corporation owners that pay for business or business and personal mix expenses using their personal accounts. It's basically a reimbursement policy and expense reporting system that allows both the owners as well as employees, if you want to, to turn in expense reports to the business for reimbursement in a way, and this is key, that keeps those amounts from being counted as taxable income. So again, we kind of talked about the beginning. If you have an expense that is 100% business related, simply run it through the business account. Always run that through the business account. However, if you have expenses that you accidentally paid for personally that are business related, or you have expenses that are both business and personal mix, so think home office, think home uh, uh, an automobile that is not in the business. So if you have business expenses that you accidentally paid for personally or have business and personal mix, that's when we're going to want to use an accountable plan. And it's important to have an accountable plan in place because if you reimburse yourself without one, that money could be considered taxable income. So we want to make sure that we have an accountable plan in place and set up properly so that we can ensure that the reimbursement is not taxable to you as the business owner. So how do we implement an accountable plan? There's three main steps when we're talking about an accountable plan. The first step is adopt a written reimbursement policy. This is adopting the accountable plan. Now, in the show notes, I'm going to provide a link to an article that we did on this topic, and you're going to find in there a sample document that we used. Basically, it's a it's a document that you can download, edit to yourself, and this is a reimbursement policy or implementing or adopting the accountable plan. Now, you're going to want to keep this in your records. You don't have to submit it to anybody. You don't have to submit it to the IRS or anything, at least now. So just keep it in your records should you need it in the future. Some important things to consider when you're creating that written reimbursement policy or accountable plan. The expenses still must have a valid business purpose. 
So if you're reimbursing yourself, the expenses, of course, still have to have a valid business purpose. Um, you must be able to identify the expenses with a receipt or some type of other documentation or substantiation that supports it. So if you have a home office, provide some documentation that supports that. If you're reimbursing yourself for a cell phone bill that's 80% business related, that's fine. Just make sure that you have, you know, keep the receipts for that cell phone bill so that you have substantiation to support that expense. Uh, make sure you provide that documentation in a timely manner. And uh, another thing to consider is that these advances that we make with an accountable plan, they can be provided in advance for anticipated purposes. So let's say you're going to a business trip and you say, I want to, I'm going to reimburse myself or I'm planning to use my personal account for a thousand dollars worth of activity. You can reimburse yourself or, or, or send yourself a thousand dollars and just make sure you're creating substantiation, grabbing receipts for that thousand dollars. Any unused portion would just have to be given back. So you can do advances with an accountable plan, but again, any unused portion or items that are not business related would have to be returned to the business. And this more so comes into play when you're talking about employees using an accountable type plan with you. So item number one or step number one, adopt a written policy or accountable plan, formal accountable plan within your business. Item number two is create an accountable plan template. This can be used to help determine the reimbursement amount, track various expenses, um, and things that are going to be reimbursed for. Again, in that article in the show notes, we have a sample copy of what our accountable plan template Uh, looks like. Our accountable plan template is mainly for small business owners, not necessarily the employee side. For the employee side, you can just do a typical expense reimbursement type plan or or spreadsheet or something like that. Our accountable plan doc is mainly to try to get business owners to think of ways that they can um, get some items on there that are business and personal mix. And then the third piece is make the reimbursement payment. You simply pay from the business bank account to your personal account or your employee's bank account uh, for the reimbursement amount. Note that you should keep all original reports, that expense report, the accountable plan report, receipts, substantiation documents, etc. for your records should you ever need it. So again, we're adopting a written policy, putting it on the corporate records, we're creating a template that you can use to determine the reimbursement amount, and we're making that reimbursement. Those are the three steps. It's not very difficult to do an accountable plan within your business. So let's talk about some common accountable plan expenses. This is something a lot of clients ask us. Okay, great, accountable plan. Give me some ideas. You know, I don't pay for anything personally. And here's where we want to kind of give ideas. So here's the items that we typically see involved in accountable plan reimbursement. And this is, again, more geared towards the the, uh, owner that is also an employee, so an S-Corp owner. Um, Of course, if you're reimbursing employees and things like that, just create expense reports. The accountable plan is good to put in place, but when when we're thinking about uh, tax savings and where it can help you out, we're, we're often centered on the owner. So first one would be home office. Now with a home office, of course, this is going to be business and personal mix. So you first need to determine business use percentage. And this can be called BUP or just simply put business use percentage. And what you're doing is you're taking the square footage of your office, the business use divided by the total home square footage. So let's say you have an office that's 100 square feet and your total home is 1000 square feet. Your business use percentage is 10%. That means 10% of your costs are related to your business. So once you have that business use percentage, you multiply the 
that by all the related costs to determine that reimbursement amount. So this could be mortgage interest, property taxes, rent, insurance, utilities, uh, HOA fees, repairs and maintenance, cleaning, lawn care, etc. Basically, you take all of these home expenses and you multiply it by your business use percentage to get what the actual reimbursement is. So let's say, just very easy math, let's say you have uh, $20,000 in home expenses. This is between rent and some insurance and some utilities and everything else, $20,000. And that is, in your office is 100 square feet out of 1,000. So that's 10%. Basically, you could take your $20,000 times 10%, which gives you $2,000. That's your reimbursement for the home office. The next thing that we often see is the automobile. And this would be an automobile that is not not fully business. This would be owned by the employee, not a 100% business vehicle. Again, for this one, we want to find the business use percentage of this vehicle. So we're taking business miles driven divided by total miles driven. You drive 1,000 miles for business, 10,000 miles for total for the year, that's 10% again. Be sure to keep a mileage law to help support this. In the event of an audit, the IRS might request some mileage log to help back this up. When we talk about automobile, there's two methods. The mileage method, which if you if your business use percentage is 50% or less, you must use the mileage method. So if you're using the business vehicle, the business use percentage is, say, 45%, you must use the mileage method. Mileage method is the easiest. You simply take uh, 57.5 cents per business mile. And that 57 and a half changes every year. That's what it is for 2020. But again, mileage method is you just take however many business miles you have, multiply it by whatever the, by whatever the rate is for that year. Using the actual method, we take your business use percentage and multiply that by all related costs. So this could be loan interest, this could be a lease payment, fuel, registrations, car washing, repairs and maintenance, etc. And then you determine your reimbursement amount from that. Other things could be office expenses, so think internet, cell phone. Again, this is, you know, you want to find your business use percentage here. Typically for these items, we say 80%. So use your cell phone, your internet at home if you work from home. About 80% of the time that's used for business or less or more, depending on your specific situation. But just kind of find a rough idea of business use percentage. You multiply that by the total cost. Other things might be travel, parking, tolls, business meals, etc. Basically, any other business-related item that you paid for personally, you're going to want to put on the accountable plan as a reimbursement. So uh, this could be an item that is partially business or fully business. Sometimes people look through their statements at the end of the year and notice, hey, we had quite a few expenses that probably were business-related that we just happened to run through personally. Great. End of the year, make that adjustment, do a reimbursement through an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for those items. So um, again, some of the most common ones, home office, automobile, office expenses, things like that. But really anything that can be business related, anything you can find a business purpose for, whether that is full, the full amount or just a partial amount that you paid for personally, you can include in the accountable plan. Now, remember, if an item is 100% business use, save the extra effort and just simply run it through your business account. This is for items, the accountable plan is for items that you paid for accidentally, paid for personally accidentally, or items that are business and personal mix. If it's 100% business related item, run it through the business, you can avoid all of the messing around with the accountable plan. So just want to go through, review it again. Again, accountable plan is basically just a fancy word for reimbursement. And it's a way to reimburse yourself for items that 
the items that you paid for personally um, and make sure that that reimbursement is not taxable. That's what the account will plan for. That's the purpose of it. Um, it's important to have an account plan because otherwise th- that reimbursement could potentially be considered taxable income. How do you implement an accountable plan? One, adopt a written reimbursement policy, which is your accountable plan. We can find a sample document to that. I'm going to provide a link in the show notes where you can see us uh, an article that we wrote on this with a sample document in there. Once you have that written reimbursement policy, create an accountable plan template. This is going to be a template that you can fill out and make sure you're taking the deduction amount. Again, in that article on our website, we have a link to that one. And then finally, simply make the reimbursement. Pay from the business bank account to your personal bank account for that reimbursed amount. Uh, make sure you do it in the, in, the, in the same year. So if you have a 2020 reimbursement, make sure it's done in 2020. 2021, same thing. Um, some common things that we see on a accountable plan is a home office, automobile. Big thing on those is finding the business use percentage. So what, how, what, is your business, what part of your home is business office? What's the square footage there? Divided by your total home square footage. Thanks, same thing for automobile. What are your business miles versus your total miles? Be sure to keep a mileage log to help support this. Again, there's two methods, the mileage method or the actual method. If your automobile is less than 50% business use, must use the mileage method. Other items would be office expenses, travel, parking, things like that. Again, this could be anything. These are just some ideas. If it's 100% business use item, always, always, always run that through your business bank account. However, if you have an item as business and personal mix, or you accidentally put in your personal account, that's where you're going to utilize an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for it. So I hope that was helpful. As we're getting into year end, this is going to be very important to get some of this stuff off the books before the end of the year. So hope that was helpful. We're going to continue this discussion about various different items before year end that we can help you save in taxes. And before I go, I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. I want to let you know how appreciative we are for being valid listeners and and members of our Facebook group and just collaborating with us. We love working with you guys. We thank you so much for all the support that you have given us to be able to continue to do this podcast and be able to continue to provide you guys tax savings. Um, I just want to say thank you for that. And of course, if there's questions before your end that you want answered, that you want topics you want discussed on the on the podcast here, do not hesitate to reach out, whether that's via email, whether that's via our Facebook group, let me know. We can, we can make it a, a point to make it a discussion of it. Again, thank you everybody for being listeners, for actively supporting us, and I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www. JetroTax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.